Welcome to Two Cents Worth. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Two Cents Worth. I am a bit excited today. We have got some real go-getters here uh, today that we want to chat with. And as you know, in Toowoomba, we have some amazing businesses. In fact, just before we went live, I was sharing with, uh, with the ladies here today that as a Gold Coast girl, I certainly have gone, ah, Toowoomba. But during this COVID-19 season, it's been really incredible to work out and, and learn and meet uh, some of the owners behind businesses that really are doing an exceptional job. And so today we're talking about health and fitness. We're talking about the importance of this during COVID-19, coming into the winter months and as we emerge out of this season, this crazy, crazy season. So I'd like to welcome uh, Magenta from The Owl Fit. And also um, I've got Tess and it's Cass, isn't it? Cara. Cara, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've just gone. I just had all these names pop up and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Anyway, and Cara, forgive me, ladies, from Fighting Fit. And, uh, and of course, we have Jody doing her magic on the sound and um, and I'm Tamara. It's just kind of irrelevant right now. But anyway, we're going to chat about, <laughs> we're going to chat about getting fit. We're going to talk about these amazing businesses and I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to this. So ladies, let's get started. Um, Cara, Tess, Fighting Fit, tell us your story. How'd well, you get into this? Uh, I've been a PT now for 11 years, going on 11 years this year in July. Um, believe it or not, I used to work in an accounting firm for eight years prior to this. Okay. Leaving school, I wanted to get into the army, um, to either become a police officer or a PT. Um, and I guess I just fell into it. I was lucky enough to fall into this industry. Um, I, 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 I still enjoy it 11 years on. Yeah. It does take its toll on you. I'm not going to lie, like early mornings and late nights. Um, and I've, I've actually really enjoyed working from home. I know that probably sounds a little bit selfish for the last six weeks, but it's probably the first time in 11 years I've had a work-life balance, which has been really, really nice. Mm. It's going to be interesting to see how people can carry that on mm-hmm. and, and what things are going to change, which is, yes, it's going to be good. So, Cara, um, how have you been involved here? Where, when did you come on, on the scene for well, Fighting Fit? Um, yes. Six, six and a half years ago, mm-hmm. um, just after Tess bought the business uh, from the previous owner. And um, I'm a psychologist, so um, I'm no longer practicing anymore. Uh, and basically, we, we kind of merged what I do uh, with the, the, the training aspect. So we now have sort of a more holistic, or I do, more holistic approach to um, how we, how we work with our clients. So I, I'm very passionate about nutrition, um, and how nutrition can help with our brain function, our mental health disorders and and the stigmas around that. Um, so trying to encourage, you know, more open discussion about mental health and the importance of physical fitness, uh, and nutrition as well. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I think as we start to unpack a little bit about what you offer, uh, that's been really quite inspiring personally for me to read. I, I had the assumption of fighting fit as being a bit of a, you know, bit of a bloke's gym, you know, maybe. Um, and yet when I had a look, there's a lot more, there's a lot of depth there. There's a whole lot that, that you offer yeah, for a range of people. Yeah. It's more about lifestyle for us. It's not just the physical aspect of our gym. Like as Kara said, you know, we, we do do training, but if we had to put it in order to be at the bottom of the list, 
you know, we sort of, we sort of work on cycles of sleep, stress, um, nutrition and training. That's the four pillars sort of we work under and all that goes into lifestyle and mindset. Like as Kara said, the holistic approach. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's really, really good. Um, and then magenta, from the outfit. Now, I feel like a, you know, a bit of a celebrity in our midst here today. Oh, Shane's here, a bit of a celebrity in our midst here. <laughs> um, but Magenta, you have got quite the following happening with the outfit. How did this come about? Uh, well, good morning, everyone. Good morning. So I, said, um, I own the outfit. Um, I'm not sure how I grew my following exactly. I just basically do what I do and it blew up and now I train clients all over Australia so and I've been doing that for six years now that is awesome I I can personally say from when I first had a look at uh, what you're doing you're relatable that's why you've got the following you're very relatable people can go there I am that's that's what I, I could see myself doing this oh she's she's being real I love there's a picture of you showing here's how you roll the leggings the wrong way and here's how you hold them the right way and you know it's just here's the man himself thanks Adam we're chatting with um we're chatting yep Here, morning Mr. Adam Mr. Royal Throne Rooms just put my plug in there very subtly <laughs> subtle yes that's my middle name you know that Shane yes yes <laughs> Coffee. I was just before we went live. I'm like, no, I need a coffee. Hang on, we're not going live yet. I got a message, Adam. So he made me a coffee. Oh my gosh. Anyway, back to Magenta here. Okay, so Alfit, did you start with putting programs online and then you came over to Facebook, or were you doing things on Facebook and then you then you really branched out from there with your coaching? How did that work? Um, so it started as a bit of word of mouth. So. Um, As I said, I've been a trainer for six years now. So once I got my qualification, I eased into it um, through friends and family and everyone was like, oh, wow, this is awesome. I love how it's this different approach to to training and fitness. So for those of you who don't know me, I actually eat Maccas and chocolate and I post about it. Um, I am a mum of three. I have excess skin on my stomach, which is the photo that you were referring to before where I was showing it. I've had Can I just say, skin. if I look like that, I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> just carry on. Yeah, so I'm trying to really uh, push that, you know, women's bodies are beautiful and wonderful and um, my demographic is mums. Um, and when you have children, your body changes, you can have excess skin, you know, your hips get bigger, you know, up here is not the same as it was. And we need to normalize that. So, you know, and, you know, busy families and, you know, most of the time mums take the role of running the household and cooking, you know, and it's okay to have takeaway every now and again. It's okay to have dessert, you know, if you're having a really bad day, you know, cereal for dinner is fine. Um, you know, and I also focus on the social aspect of training. So, um, yeah, training is sort of the last on my list as well, which is weird. Most PTs are. Fitness is the last on our list. And that also needs to be put out there for everyone to realise, you know, we as PTs, we're normal people as well. You know, we're not all 
you know, gym junkies who count calories and macros and force our will on others. It's like, no, the last sort of six weeks, I've been doing a lot of sitting on my butt watching Netflix. <laughs> so, you know, and that's okay. We're, we're going through this pandemic and it's normal and it's fine. Yeah, that's really interesting. I've never heard of this before as the fitness side of things coming last. And yet that's something that makes a lot of sense to me because if we don't get this right, if we don't have the right attitude towards it, ha- it's, nothing's going to happen. Um, yeah. Is, is that <laughs> what's my problem is, is that I don't have the right attitude? <laughs> oh, no, I don't have the right attitude, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Well, that's sort of why I say, you know, you just start with one day a week. You know, go for a ten-minute walk and and just start from there. And you get into a routine. It releases all those happy hormones, and you find your balance between your training and your your home life or our home life at the moment. You know, and then as we start to emerge from our homes, um, yeah, we just incorporate more and more as we can. It shouldn't just be a big dump because that's when people are going to get stressed and fall off the bandwagon. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. No. Now, with, with um, I'll, I'll come back to the ladies here, Fighting Fit. Okay, I'm just looking at the blog here, or your website, I should say, because I was reading your blog earlier. Um, but you have got programs. I mean, you really cover things for, for a range of people and it's quite specific and I really love that there are there are programs there adventure programs a whole just just tell us <laughs> well it's kind of a it's definitely um a work in progress and continually evolving but we um we our members are they're, they're quite unique um as are we I think um <laughs> there's a certain type of person who kind of fits in and and the minute you walk into our gym you'll either know you belong there or you don't um there's no mirrors which is often something that people will always comment on um so you can't <laughs> check yourself out while you're working out um, and it's kind that of filters really- a few people straight away <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome oh, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's um it's definitely it, it's we, we're quite unique in what we do and and we um we want everyone to feel like it's 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 somewhere safe that they can come and train um because training is so much about our psychological well-being and if you don't feel safe then there's no point coming to a place you hate um so we we definitely work on our knowing our people as well as we can uh so for us it's about them being family you know we know we know their partners we know their kids we know what they get up to we we take a lot of pride in making sure that we connect with people um and it, and that's obviously helping us in this crazy time as well, um, because you know that connection is is really important to maintain. So you know, moving to an online form of training um, has definitely challenged a few of a lot of our guys. Let's be honest, um, who have lost that ability to come to their safe place and train. Um, you know, they're now having to kind of rework part of their home so that they've <laughs> got a space that's just theirs. Um, so it's, um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's definitely evolving. Yeah, we do, we do spoil our members a lot, maybe, maybe baby them a little <laughs> bit, <laughs> but that's what keeps them there as well. Um, but I guess we're lucky in the sense that everybody gets on with everybody. Like we run different sessions, you know, different PT sessions, but you know, we might have big gatherings twice a year and, you know, 
the morning people might meet the afternoon people, but everyone just gels and gets on. You know, I'm not going to lie, I have kicked three people out of the gym in the last 10 years. They just didn't gel with our members. That's not many. No, <laughs> no. Really? Um, no, it's not. But I think I, I, when I sell it now, I know straight away if they're keepers. Yeah. Like we're very lucky in the sense of, you know, some of the guys that are with us today have been training with me since I started as a PT. Wow. Um. And as Kara said, yes, it was challenging to go from, you know, physical contact in the gym to online, but we've managed to retain about 80% of our members online, which is really, really nice. Um, You know what's interesting there though, um, Tess, I think that it's a credit to you because if you've got people with you that long, you've got the ability to filter them out so you haven't had to kick too many people out over the years. No. Put the effort in, and I can vouch for just some of the things I've been involved in in the past. Building a culture in in a community is hard work. It is. It's, it's hard work. And when you commit to it, it is worth it. But as soon yeah. as you lax off, things can go, ugh. Yeah. You Absolutely. have to work it. You have to work it. And hard it is. And I, I just think that if that's if that's um, one of the things, it, when you say no mirrors, for example, and don't get me wrong, like if I looked... It, if I was looking like magenta there, for example, yeah, I'd probably be looking at myself in a mirror. But I, I'm not and I don't want to see myself in a mirror. It would discourage me terribly. But we're also living in a day and age where we've got so much, so much uh, body image, so many body image issues. We've got so many opportunities to already be struggling in here that we don't need any more pressure. So for you to bring that down, calm everything down and allow yep. us to to, to be a normal person. Yes. I love that. That really You're not an Instagram model. You don't need to be an Instagram model. Be well, yourself. That's it. Yeah. Okay. And as you mentioned, we um we we um we started well we started adventure stuff maybe six years ago mm-hmm. almost. Um but we're missing it desperately. Mm. <laughs> so what does that look like? What what are the adventure what is it? <laughs> we're well, you go. Well we've done a few over the years overseas. Um and just in the last 12 months, we moved to doing more local ones. So we actually had teed up with um, the Binnaburra Lodge before it burnt down. <laughs> and we'd, we'd run, how many do we run down here? Three. We'd run three weekend retreats <clears throat> in their beautiful accommodation and using their, uh, their, their, their trails down there. So we would take a bunch of women away and just have a, have a child-free, um, sorry, Shane, husband-free weekend (laughs) where they could just you know they they bunk in rooms together and you know they just you know have wine and cheese and have a great time and it it was prior to that um we run i think we ran four over in bali this cool little commune up in ubud so up in the mountains not in the touristy bit where it's really really horrible I'm not a fan of that stuff. No. Um, and we run weekly retreats over there and they were they were fantastic. They were, they were so much fun. But it wasn't just guys from Toowoomba or our gym. It was people yeah. from everywhere, which was cool. That's really – I love this. And I think what's great, do you think um, uh, Do you think as you come out of this time people will be lining up for it or will it be something that you even have pondered, wow, we could even has – it, has, it, has it allowed you to tap into your creative um, – side oh, absolutely. and want to evolve it even further. My head doesn't stop. 
<laughs> it definitely has. It's um, it, you know, we're we're um itching to get to get out again, and you know, we love hiking and we love being out on the trails. So it's um, we've sort of missed missed just being able to get away for a weekend and do that. Yeah. Um. So it's it, we're definitely um creating new adventures um in some very different places, I mm. suppose, and um trying to to uh, collaborate with a few different companies along the way and beautiful little spots that we've been locating. <laughs> so it's exciting. Yeah. Watch this space. Hey? Exactly. But previously, you know, our thing was picking a part of a country um, that kind of hasn't been touched before. Uh, we went to Ethiopia. Uh, we've done 300 kilometres, uh, 300 kilometres through Ethiopia, the highlands <clears throat> and the lowlands over there. Um, we also it's a beautiful know country, Italy. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, look, and, and places that, that white men have never walked mm. before. So um, we had guides take us um, through, you know, farming villages that had never seen white people, <laughs> um, yeah. and just you know, camping, camping in the wilderness. Um, See, and that's adventure. Mm. That's, that's you know, and yeah. it really builds character because some of these trips are not easy. Yeah. So it really weeds out, the, you know, the boys from the men, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we also done a massive one in Italy, which was really cool, 250 Ks over nine days. It was beautiful. Um, where else? You made me actually want to, like, get yeah. myself in shape to do it. And we do. We do train is very hard to be able to do it so it's comfortable. Yeah, um, yeah. Some of the trips have been nasty, I'm not going to lie, like mm. challenging. Um We've had some challenges ourselves on there with people, yeah, um, yeah. you know, thinking it was something that it wasn't, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, but I love that stuff. I love a good challenge like that. Yeah. yeah. And we, we love to incorporate um, culture. Mm. So for us it's not just about walking, you know, 200 Ks. It's about um, learning about learning the place. About the place, the culture. Living their culture, yeah, eating absolutely. their food, meeting people do lots of homestays along the way. So you're staying with, um, you know, families or family-owned businesses who will sit down and eat with you at dinner. Um, you know, you sleep the same way they sleep and you have those experiences with them. So it's um, that that's really important aspect for us. It's not just about, you know, fly in, walk, fly out. You know, we want to give people um, different experiences. <clears throat> so, I love that. I just, I'm... Um my head's just spinning going, but you were fighting fit in my head. I knew exactly the mirrors and the, and the bodybuilding that was happening <laughs> and you've totally flipped it on its, on its head for me. So it's awesome. Um, now Magenta, tell us a bit about when people train with you, how does that look? What, what do you offer exactly? Um, yes. So I do uh, specific training. So what that means is I have small when we're allowed back out from being at home, um, I do small boot camps. So between sort of six and eight people in a group. And um, so my clients will book in 24 hours in advance for their session. And then I specifically program for each client in that group. So they get a mini one-on-one session, so to speak. Um, we do six-week fitness tracking and measurements. Um, and then I can see what we need to work on to help clients reach their goals um, or what, you know, they're loving or not loving and then I, and I change it up. So um, I also work with Toowoomba Regional Council and their change project um, and I've been doing that for six years as well. Wow. Um, yeah. So, so tell I, us a bit about that. What? Because what I was just reading about this the other day or I heard something, but the change project. 
Yeah, so the Toowoomba Regional Council's Change Project offers free or very, very low cost, so $5 or under, um, boot camps, Pilates, um, you know, there can be hit boxing, anything that um, a qualified and insured personal trainer wants to offer. So basically every year we register with the council, we fill out a heap of forms and say this is what we're offering, these are the times, we want to book parks, um, and we go forward from there, we list what we're doing, where, how, how many clients, and then council put that on their website. So people either new to the region or who are looking for something low cost. So um, most of my clients are low income demographic because mm-hmm. um, they, they also deserve health and fitness Absolutely. as well. So, and that's why I offer quite a few uh, change project sessions and I love it. So um council is there helping people in the background and not many people know about the change project so I'm trying to shed more light on that as well. That's awesome. Had you heard of, heard of that Shane? Yeah look, look that's something that um, we, we've become aware of on the um, Talking to Alma podcast uh, is that we've been obviously chatting with council about different things that they do and they did mention that they had this, uh, this program going and uh, I was very interested to find out that it was actually Magenta, who was doing it when when we went down that track. A question I've got for you, Magenta, is with those people that you get through the council, do they really get involved with it and and really sort of surge forward with their fitness as a result of this? And do they perhaps then end up becoming actual clients of yours? Uh, So it depends on the person. So as you heard earlier, not everybody gels with their PT. Yep. And that's fine. And that's very, very normal. So mm-hmm. if you don't gel with PT, search for another one or ask yeah. for a recommendation. So I find that when people come to a see a PT, they have these expectations of what a PT is like. It's normally from what they've seen on like The Biggest Loser or PTs yell and shout and push you to the point of vomiting and all this sort of stuff. So most of us are not like that. And if you actually push yourself to the point of vomiting, you've gone a little bit too far. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we, we don't do that. And I think that's something else that needs to be normalised within the community. Um, people are predominantly very, very nervous when they, they meet a PT. So it's important to ease them into it. Um, we don't force people to go flat out um, and, you know, then they get DOMS and sore and then they don't come back. So we ease them into it. Um, it's important to for the social factor as well. So they will, you know, they can meet new friends and you know have best friends, and then they get together on weekends, and it creates um, you know positive support networks as well. So so that's important. But majority of the time, yes, they do. They when they come over, they love it and they join and they stay. So so <laughs> sorry, you got to say something else. No, no, no fine. You, you raised the point of. Um the Biggest Loser, that program on television. And, yeah, I, th- I often think that that program is really only done for the drama aspect. It's not really about a, <laughs> a fitness regime at all. And I'll be honest, uh, those of you who know me know that I'm, I'm, I'm no model to look at, or except I probably could play the role of Santa Claus if I grew a beard. But that's one of the things I think that does put people off the thought of getting involved with a with a personal trainer is that they have this perception from what they've seen on the television and they think they're going to a 
concentration camp, for want of a better way to put it. And it's not like that at all, is it? it I mean, both what we've talked about, Vegeta, and, and listening to the other girls this morning, Tess, for example, you, you all become a family, you become friends almost. Mm-hmm. And it, I think that's what probably one of the biggest things we've got to break down uh, is that, that perception that um, personal trainers are Nazi little horrible people. We're normal people. We know better yeah. than our clients. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're on the same level. A yes. lot of people think they're above where their clients are, but we like to think we're on the same level. We are on the same level as our clients, and that's why people get, you know, that... Relatability. Um, stigma. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's stereotypical. It's interesting too, Tess, you, you mentioned straight out that early on you were interested in the army, interested in being a police officer. There's clearly those leadership skills there. And so we need, you know, some of us just need that. Somebody who can call that out of us, speak yep. into our lives, encourage us. And I think the other thing too with Magenta, when you're talking about the change project, like we live in Toowoomba, like come on, could you get anywhere with better, more beautiful locations to train? Mm. And we've got a beautiful community here. We've got amazing families, we've got amazing businesses. And I think that regardless of people coming on board right now today as clients, people's circumstances change. Their children watch how they're working out. This is something that has a real flow on effect in the community and um, for as we, you know, when we tie in mental health, when we tie in all of those those aspects. So uh, again, just that's um, credit to you and, and thank you for what you do and what you offer because that the flow on effect we don't know we can't measure that we can't track that. No. But if it wasn't there, yeah. one, one thing I'd probably like to see in Toowoomba, and this is just from me, I'd like to see more gyms work with each other rather than against each other. Um, you know, being in this industry for this year, I, I just don't think it happens enough here in Toowoomba. No. Yeah. And there are so many great businesses with points oh, of difference. And exactly. Like I've been to a few different gyms a long while ago, but, yep. uh, you know, that you do, you find your flavour, you find your people, yep. and it's not that there's a right or a wrong. It's no. really like this is where I can actually gel. This is where I can not only receive but I can contribute, you know. I think Shane was sort of touching on something that's very passionate um, in my life and that's that's kind of the mental health aspect that it's, um, you know, a lot of people who are who are overweight um, or have struggled with losing weight, putting weight back on, you know, that constant um, cycling, that, that it's not just about... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think we're all there, right? You know, it's not just about the, the, the physical training aspect. It's it's about having a place that you can come. Um, you know, and as a as a PT, we're not just about we're not just about trainers. We're you know we're counsellors. We, we listen. Um, you know, we want to know. We want to help. And you know, I, I, I can count. You know, I need more hands to count the number of clients who. Uh, sometimes come into the gym and, and they don't need a physical training session. They need a stretch and a chat um, because whatever's happening up here, you know, they're not ready yet to, to, to lose that weight or to, you know, to really, um, you know, challenge themselves in, in a physical way. Uh, so, you know, there's lots of, it, it's a really delicate area. Uh, and I think, 
the commando style PTs um, scare a lot of people off, um, and and they're still out there. Like there's, you know, we won't lie about it. They still and, and some people thrive on that. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's exactly what they love, and that's what exactly. they need. It's brilliant. And we've got we've got we've got all sorts. We've got all sorts in the gym. Our gym exactly. So yeah. we have the guys that we know who absolutely need a flogging. You know, they come yep. in. You know, that's what they want. They yep. want to leave that gym absolutely spent. And then we have those clients who come in. And they're there for a chat. <laughs> and we have to, you know, you have, <laughs> you have to be able to cater for, for all, of it. all of those needs um, mm-hmm. in every session. So whether it's a, you know, a small group, uh, I, I run a ladies group and my ladies are adorable. Um, <laughs> and we love to chat and we get in trouble sometimes. But, you know, we also work really hard when we have to work. But yeah. it, it's it's knowing your clients, you know, so building rapport for us is is fundamental to having a, a solid foundation of community uh, as well as business. You know, they go hand in hand. Well, they all train hard. They all train hard. <laughs> I, I have a question. What does this mean? <laughs> We're training the things that need training. Heaps of muscles up here, Shane. <laughs> oh, those muscles. Now I'm with you. <laughs> Magenta, do you find um, what kind of mums are coming to you most of the time? Are they are they usually? Is it the issue of being overweight? Is it the issue of feeling like they just need that support and they need some time out? They they're wanting to find themselves. What what are some of the things you find are common threads to the women who reach out to you? Um, yeah, great question. So. Um predominantly women who feel judged in other fitness environments and also those with anxiety and depression, I'm finding. Yeah, so that is very much a common common thread that links most of my clients. Um, so studies have shown that working out outside in the sun can help decrease anxiety and depression, which is one of the reasons why we work outdoors. Um, and also, you know, parents can bring their, their kids along and their kids can join in or they can play at the park or, you know, they can bring a book to read or draw, you know, whatever they like to do. So it's that inclusiveness as well. People mm. just want to be included with mm. someone who is like-minded like themselves. So when I opened my business, I opened a business that I myself needed at the time. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably why I'm a little bit relatable is I offer things that, that people need. Um, sometimes we don't train at all. Sometimes we'll just have a barbecue at the park. So if I have a group of clients who are like they're having, they're struggling or they're having, a, you know, a, a bad week or something. I'll say, you know, book in, bring your own meat. We'll just cook up a barbecue and, and that's our training session. We all have a, have a chinwag and, you know, vent and, and talk things through. Um, so yeah, sessions do vary depending on where my clients are at, you know, mentally as well as physically, you know, what they're needing and also what their children are needing. So I'm also qualified in childcare. I used to be a director for 10 years. Uh, I wasn't a director for 10 years. I was a director for the last year, but I was in childcare for 10 years before, um, I became a PT. So I have that training for children as well. So, um, yeah, women just want to be, or and men, but they just want to be included and find people who are like-minded, and and that's what we do. There's no pressure. Um, I have clients who are training online, so 
So they're not doing the programs that I'm setting out, but they're still commenting on the daily check-in. You know, I had a hard day today. I only got out of bed and had a shower. And then, you know, I'll have people replying to them going, you know, oh, you did an awesome job. And, you know, that's all I got done today. Or I only got out of bed today. I didn't even have a shower. So it's that support and the, the reinforcement that you're not alone. And that's mm. what gyms and predominantly most gyms in Toowoomba are like. And most PTs is we, we offer that inclusiveness and that feeling of it's normal. So And you, you see them. People want to be seen. And I don't mean like, oh, look at me, look at me. Just do you see me? Do you see me in my struggle? Do you see that it's not always easy? It's, you know, just to acknowledge that and, and validate that we're human. We're human. I'm, I'm going to quote something here that um, – uh, that was made aware of to me by a friend of mine recently, and it's a quote by Oscar Wilde, and I think it really sums up some of the things we've been talking about here this morning, and that is be yourself, everyone else is already taken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no one's perfect. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Oscar Wilde, whilst he raised many people's eyebrows over the years, uh, I think that's... That's a great little quote, that. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, thank you for sharing that, Shane. I think that's a great way for us to land today. And, uh, ladies, thank you for, for joining us. Um, I'm really, like, I'd, even though I'd read up and looked at your your stuff, <laughs> your and we're going to put all the links in here um, shortly from Instagram, Facebook, you know, have a look at the websites. There is some incredible information that um that, that that's out there um people put a lot of work into it so go and check these people out and just thank you thank you for what you're contributing because i'd never thought about it till this morning just how while we see people as businesses we think in terms of they're there to make money rather than the contribution to community the contribution to the town we live in like it's massive it's massive so well done i don't even know what that really means but i <laughs> think it's like <laughs> <laughs> Shane, save me. Oh no, 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 you're all on your own, Tamara. <laughs> you can stand thank up you, all on your you. own, girl. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, thank you very much for being here, ladies. I, I really I look forward to seeing us emerge the other side of COVID-19 and I hope that there's somebody watching today who would take a breath and take that leap of faith to join a group, to come and check you out, to make that inquiry because it really will it really will be life-changing for you. Hmm. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thanks, Shane. You're welcome. You Thanks, later. girls. Thank nice you. to meet you all. Bye. See you, Sarah. To have your two cents worth, join us next week. See you then.